0: So when last we we left you, when last we left you, when last we when last we left you, old Paul Zamoulis was making a plea to the people. Like something's about to happen, we better we better pay attention. So in December of 1974, printed in the Los Angeles Times, they had a story titled "Scuba Divers Assail Los Angeles Law." They mentioned that Los Angeles County has enacted a scuba diving ordinance, the first law of its kind in the nation, and local divers are complaining that the new regulations are poorly drawn. They mentioned in this article that uh, despite the sport's increasing popularity, the national death total directly attributable to scuba diving has risen almost imperceptibly from 112 deaths in 1970 to 120 deaths last year. According to statistics. And this was nineteen seventy. This was seventy four. So, so it, rose it rose a bit eight in eight people.
1: Eight people in three years. Yeah. But they don't give a percentage, which they can't. Um
0: they they do they, they say that nearly half of the estimated one million active scuba
1: divers in the country live in Southern California. Yeah, but they don't say a percentage like this went up. You know, one percent or something.
0: No, they don't say that.
1: No, and you can't calculate I think, it. Because, I think that was the point. Yeah. Well, the the point is, scuba diving was booming, and of course, you went up about eight deaths. So there's, I, a, I mean, there's I'm an, not trying There's to... an angle we can use to uh,
0: to get our get our hands in there.
1: Well, in reality, the percentage, the the death rate or the accident rate didn't go up at all, I would imagine. It may have actually gone down. Percentage-wise, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 compared to like the the number of people coming in. Yeah, yeah, right. Roy Hauser, who was a spokesman for the Charter Boat Owners Association, said that we're not against an ordinance that is not restrictive and will save lives. This ordinance has been hastily put together. It is restrictive, and it will not save lives. Mr. Hauser, they mentioned in the story, like others familiar with the sport, said he believes the major factor behind the death rate for scuba divers was the limited experience provided the student in open water diving before his certification. He mentions, certification is not the problem. All the divers are already certified. They can't get their air tanks filled at the dive shops unless they show their certification card. The problem is in the training, and nothing in the ordinance deals with the training.
1: We've been saying it for two years on on the Great Dive Podcast. That's right. We were way ahead of our time, 50 years <laughs> in the past, yes. looking into the future. We were ahead of our time, but behind the time.
0: I was um, mutating in my mother's womb. I don't know if this... that's a good way to put that. <laughs> I was mutating. <laughs> <laughs> now, Zmoulis, you know, the the so that the month after... The editorial that we were looking at last week comes up with a new editorial saying, panic legislation. As part of his safety training, every diver is taught the primary rule of survival. Don't panic. And then it goes on to talk about how, well, guess what, dude? <laughs> you should be panicking because we just let this shit happen. He mentions there that we were totally caught off guard and politically embarrassed. Several key supervisors cried emergency and immediately invoked the power of dictatorial rule without mincing words. The supervisors told the Los Angeles diving community it was going to have diving regulations, whether it liked it or not. All protests were ignored or overruled. Many of the diving industry spokesmen were not even given the opportunity to present their case. Totally insane regulations were proposed and unrealistic deadlines for revision were doled out like jail
1: sentences. It was a mockery of justice and democratic government. I just got to ask, was it one guy who's like, I got a hard on for scuba divers?
0: Uh, not just one guy, but it, I mean, it was a small group that just well, there was like, a took a out of but, control. Yeah, but yeah. it
1: had to be. I mean, how do you get a group in that mentality? Like Frank oh, Johnson, Frank Johnson. That's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Is a name. I want a name to the, and a face to this. Oh, uh, I do too. I this, do too. Uh, Let me see if he mentions. I just. A knave. I want you. To, can we equate it with anything else? Like golf laws. Like all of a sudden, one guy in local government i I hate fucking golfers you know uh, a ball went through my my house window because i live on the golf course hate golfers somebody's gonna pay i
0: cannot hit a birdie (laughs) to (laughs) save (laughs) my goddamn life well we're gonna get we're gonna get to the root of who this is when we uh, look at the barda article the big one ol uh ol zamula says in there not since prohibition have we seen such an ill conceived plan born out of ignorant irrational thinking and in that month's issue the uh, the february of 1975 issue they put out a full like four page article by bill barda
1: titled can safety be legislated i like it this speaks to a bigger problem, and it goes to ignorance. Ignorance of things. When you look at our young people today who are clamoring for more laws, they want laws to restrict your speech. They're clamoring for this stuff. It's crazy. Now, why would you want more laws on the books? Because you're ignorant. I'm not, but yeah. (laughs) Anyway, the long story short is it's happened throughout history. Is Something happens. The government comes in with the solution. Hey, we'll make a new law. That's their quick go-to solution for pretty much everything.
0: Well, they get on on television and they get on social media nowadays and stories are sensationalized. Mm -hmm. And it fuels in a a passion behind a couple of loudmouthed people. And some of those people have connections to government, and governments, they got to do something to keep collecting those uh, endless paychecks. So I think it's
1: more sinister than that, James.
0: Well, that could be, too. That could yeah. be, too.
1: I, I don't give them the credit. You know, it's the problem, reaction, solution. And co- conveniently, they had the solution already drawn up and ready to rock and roll. Pretty quick. Oh, and they but, would both, never— Oh,
0: and, and by, in and, and, and 1974, <laughs> yeah. they weren't even certified <laughs> divers exactly. that drew up the drew legislation. Up the it right. just
1: goes to show you.
0: A tidal wave of safety legislation is threatening to engulf the sport of scuba diving. And make no mistake, this threat is far different and far more dangerous than any legislative storm surge which has muddied the waters in the past. We have been warding off cries of, let's pass a law from do-gooders, righteous politicians, self-appointed saviors of the masses, power-hungry bureaucrats, and scheming fast-buck artists for more than 20 years. But never before has scuba diving been singled out as the target for sustained anti-scuba diving editorial campaigns by powerful newspapers. This has now happened in at least two newspapers. The Los Angeles Times in California and the Gainesville Sun in Florida. Both papers conducted a blitzkrieg attack which portrayed diving as a deadly sport. Scuba as a synonym for suicide. Diving equipment as instruments of death. Instructor certification associations and training classes as commercial interests, which lure innocent victims to their deaths, and clubs and organizations as irresponsible groups that serve as a recruiters for dame death.
1: It's funny that these are the two big newspapers in the biggest scuba diving states in the country. And you got to wonder... I mean, if you can put out the idea, put it out of your brain that the government wants you to protect you, okay? They don't. They don't. If they want to protect you, there's so many things that they could work on that actually protect a mass amount of people, that actually are keep people safe. They could do so much. They don't. They're worried about a, a measly little drop in the bucket of deaths. They're worried about this. That should key off, you know, red flags should be flying up. What the fuck's going on? Politicians connections with newspapers getting a media blitz to make it seem like you know scuba diving is a what, what scourge said, yeah, these this sp- is a money grab is all it yeah is. these they, sensationalized they, stories yeah. they get people flared up yeah they saw an opportunity to basically it's a tax people That's don't realize exactly yeah, what it is. it's yes. another fucking tax we and they're
0: like wait, wait 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 we should be getting a piece of this it's fucking it's it's no different than the mob man the crusade by the Gainesville Sun has not yet resulted in legislative
1: repercussions. Hold on. I'm not it, it's not even as <laughs> no, as, you're right. as respectful as the mob. At least the mob they don't make no bones about who they are. We're the fucking mob. You know, this is how we work. We break kneecaps. We we do bad things if you don't do what we want and give us our money. The hey, government is is like hey, yo, Paulie. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, Give me that goddamn snorkel, you, you son
0: of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Where's my money? Yeah. Say that snorkel. How's a flipper. Here's your flipper.
1: You do that a little too well, Jamesy. Did you? <laughs> Is there something in your past we're not aware of, James, the uh, the kneecap breaker for the for Patty. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: but the old L.A. Times, however, the campaign at the L.A. Times. Was a bit more disastrous. Barta says a few frightened or opportunistic county bureaucratic officials joined the Times crusade and passed an emergency ordinance. Pleas from 20 different diving organizations were ignored as hastily ill conceived legislation was railroaded into law. An underwater safety committee dominated by bureaucratic agency heads, was given only 30 days to devise a maze of laws and restrictions covering every aspect of diving. Classic. The new law not only contains detailed regulations covering equipment manufacturers, dive shops, charter boats, and instructor certification, it also spells out the qualifications and the equipment required for every scuba diver who enters unincorporated L.A. County waters. As a result, anybody who plans to scuba dive where the county has jurisdiction, including Catalina Island, 20 miles offshore, may be subjected to inspection by peace officers who can prevent you from diving for a myriad of reasons, such as life vest containing rubber components with structural cracks or gumminess. Now, this is what we were talking about earlier. You know, uh, I, I remember being told you know, in the late 80s when I was sitting in my scuba class that it was a self-policing entity, yes. Yeah, yeah, that we've kept government out. And Barta even mentions here saying that scuba diving has managed to avoid the legal restrictions and regulations of a power-hungry bureaucracy in the past because the newspapers usually did a fairly good job of covering both sides of the controversy. The views of reputable diving organizations and scientific institutions were reported along with the opinions of crackpots and people with a personal axe to grind. Statistics documenting the fantastic safety record achieved by scuba diving without laws were usually reported along with the unsubstantiated charges and accusations of those who contend that only laws and control by paid governmental employees can save lives
1: who is waving that banner i I want to i'm pretty sure they just punch them square in the fucking face (laughs) i'm sure
0: they are paid governmental employees (laughs) exactly
1: but anyone who's actually worked for the government they know that how do you ruin something how do you take anything that has any amount of efficiency for the most part i mean there are there are things that actually work mostly in the military i I've seen regular government entities that that are horrendous. They well, they sure. actually go I mean, backwards. I wouldn't Those have heard fucking, people. Uh, I wouldn't Secretary have heard people joking about, you know, the the
0: U.S. Post Office. Yeah, right. For the last forty four years of my life, if there was not some sort of uh, truth to the. Well,
1: the guy who comes into work and kills everybody at work—that was the post office worker, right, right? You know, many of our listeners probably won't know that. No, it's a yeah. joke of going postal. Yeah, going postal—that's where that came from. I, I'm sure everybody's heard of it, but I'm I'm also sure that uh, not many of the youngsters realize this was from a rash of post office employees going in and taking out their fellow employees.
0: Yeah, so uh, so Barra talked about how like. All this stuff was totally sensationalized. Uh, there was a huge crusade against the skin diving community. Stories were misrepresented. Uh, they were filled with just emotional BS uh, to draw on people's heartstrings, basically. And that the uh, the evo- the opposing viewpoints were never even considered or or looked into for a, a counterpoint
1: to any of this. It's pretty typical
0: when the government wants something. Yeah, they get enough facts to support their They're, cause.
1: Yeah, and no matter how misconstrued or how skirting the truth are really not even pertinent. They'll throw out facts that are not even pertinent to the situation just to have facts. I, I just want to know if anything was repealed or to what degree it was repealed. Or, or,
0: or Oh, we're getting there. Don't, don't, don't give us away yet.
1: But I think it ultimately came down to uh, it was still money. That made them do anything.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, because the the local
1: community was talking about like we're they're going to lose gonna, millions, we're going to
0: lose a, like a million dollars. What are which you
1: doing? They wouldn't care, except that's taxes too. That's income because their income is also the local government's income. Right. You got to remember yeah, yeah. that. So
0: the public was presented with a grossly distorted picture of scuba diving, and the politicians in Los Angeles County did the only thing they know how to do. They passed a law. One can only speculate as to the real motive behind these editorial vendettas, but it seems strange that our polluted, bulldozed, war-threatened world at a time of food shortages, oil shortages, energy crises, and potential economic chaos that such valuable editorial space should be devoted to the relatively insignificant problems of scuba diving.
1: See the same issues as today were going on in this. It's been going on constantly. Old people know this. They're not as knee-jerk reaction anymore. They've they've seen what the government does. Well,
0: yeah. I, I mean, me now in my forties. Make 40s, a
1: law. You yeah. You know, I, I'm starting to get that. Here we go again. Yeah. It's the here we go again. Plus, you realize you do not want to be on the government's doorstep begging them to make another law. That's the like the dumbest thing you could ever do for anything. For anything. We have so many laws on the books right now, and uh, there was well, that, that John Stossel special. You can't walk out your door yeah, some, without breaking something a law.
0: Something pisses everybody off, but if everybody got to make a law of the the thing that that pissed them off, right? It, you wouldn't be able to do. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to walk out your front door.
1: That's basically where we're at, and you know, did people, you just come
0: out left foot first?
1: You gotta fucking realize you you're being manipulated. Yeah. You're being manipulated purposely. It's it's, they have it down to an art form now it there's a whole science to it it's stupid but it's been going on forever right yeah this because there's, to, there's
0: problems everywhere and making laws isn't isn't the solution man no,
1: no.
0: yeah Barda writes on this is a positive indication of effective training and safety procedures in anybody's book. If crime, automobile accidents, drug use, corruption, and other legally controlled mayhem could show a similar decline, our bureaucrats and politicians would break their arms patting themselves on the back for efficiency. The sordid truth is that safety laws enacted by politicians and enforced by bureaucratic appointees have a
1: record of abysmal failure. Enough said. I think we've been saying this. They rely on young people. You know why? Why? Why would politicians rely on young people? Because they're ignorant. I don't mean it like you're stupid. I
0: right. mean
1: you're ignorant. You have no wisdom in this world. You have not done anything. And in and, and their defense, they want a better world. We get everybody gets that. But clamoring for more laws—that's a dumbass move. You have to get this in your head: your government does not care about you. They don't care. You know, the only thing they care about you is that fucking vote. That right. is the only reason they care about you. And even that can be corrupted. That's why, you know, you look at these these elections these days. It's insane. You got you got more people voting than there are alive in certain places. How does that happen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> government corruption, maybe? Oh, there we go. So it's just insane. You got me on my, my oh, fucking soapbox Oh, you're on, man. You're on, man. Look, at
0: if you guys could see Brando right now, he's, he's standing on the chair. He's, he's got his T-shirt off.
1: <laughs> I'm, getting my, I'm getting my little uh, bullhorn ready. We are going to get a rally going here. Fuck the government. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scuba divers can drown just as swimmers can drown. And we lose a few every year because only a regimented society can attempt to be made to control stupidity, recklessness, carelessness, or suicidal tendencies. Usually by putting people with those characteristics in concentration camps or jails, but in spite of a phenomenal rate of growth, which has produced over 1 million
1: active scuba divers in the United States, the sport has achieved a fantastic safety record. It is a good safety record when you look at percentages. I mean, in in comparison with almost anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah and and even though you know we we've gone through some of the uh, incident reports in the past the point that we mention is that you know we're seeing the same mistakes over and
1: over again still yeah. but overall there is a huge safety record to it commendable safety record by anyone's standards you, you can compare it to almost anything and go and especially comparing it to you know similar type activities to have a little bit of risk right
0: when you look at the number of people who drown scuba diving and they mentioned here compared to the number of people who drown swimming. just boating yeah. or out swimming yeah. or out water skiing or you know today we could throw in you know jet skiing and, right and all these other activities that come into play. I mean, eventually, what are you going to do? You're going to have a, a government agency overseeing and controlling every damn thing that you do. How many people choke while they're chewing a
1: stick of bubble gum? to have a whole you uh, the gum police.
0: The gum police out yeah. there.
1: Hey, don't give them any ideas.
0: Hey, Paulie,
1: I see you chewing <laughs> you that bubba
0: Is that hubba <laughs> bubba? You know you're only supposed to be chewing the Wrigleys.
1: <laughs> give me that snorkel. <laughs>
0: There, uh, the Wrigley's.
1: (laughs) Drop the gum. Step away from the gum with your hands in the air. Sir, you are under arrest. Oh, brother. Also consider
0: that all of the present safety equipment, such as pressure-proof watches, depth gauges, wetsuits, inflatable vests sight-reading gauges, quick-release weight belts, and so on ad infinitum, which Los Angeles County bureaucrats now intend to standardize and improve, quote-unquote, were developed and perfected by private enterprise without governmental urging or subsidy for research. In fact, this equipment was developed as a direct result of a lack of governmental regimentation, which gave individual initiative a free hand to experiment. This initiative is the essence of free enterprise, as opposed to regimented social systems. If scuba diving had lost earlier safety legislation battles, it is questionable if many of these vital safety features could have survived the red tape and inflexibility enforced by a myopic, indifferent bureaucracy. Exactly. Who wrote this article? Okay, was this Brandon Schwartz? Uh, no. Me and
1: Paul are in the same, no, this same is, wavelength. No, uh, this is Bill I Barta. Think. Oh, me and but Bill are... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they go on to he, you know, he goes on to talk about all these different uh, things that have been developed in the industry and, and how it wouldn't have happened with government and, and how much money these manufacturers are putting into R and D and he says that this is verified by records including Los Angeles County records which show that equipment malfunction has played an insignificant role in diving accidents. Yet, the L.A. Times quotes Seymour Grieben, director of the L.A. County Parks and Recreation Department, as stating, Research has indicated that the vast majority of scuba diving deaths and accidents were caused by inadequate training and
1: faulty equipment. So this <laughs> is behind it.
0: He's There's one of them. Where's your guy? Yeah. Well, he parks, and and parks and Rec. Parks he
1: He's a. He's a bureaucrat that wanted a badge and a gun and never got it.
0: Well, yeah, he might have. He, had. Might, he, LA he's, County he's parks he might. He's gunning for it. He's trying. Right.
1: Yeah. Yikes. What the hell, man? So we got to your guy, Seymour Grebin. Is that even a real guy? Perhaps
0: a letter from Grebin to the County Board of Supervisors dated September 18th, 1974, recommending that an ordinance regulating scuba diving be passed will shed some light on the attitudes and maneuvering that helped bring about this emergency legal measure see this is your guy he probably he's got a he's got a place there you know on the near uh santa monica you know overlooking the water right divers were parking uh, near his house you know and trotting in their wetsuits yeah he's probably overweight can't put on a wetsuit you know he can't get in he got a couple of these fit fit guys you know walking down to the beach in their wetsuits mrs have you, have mrs. you Grebin, seen scuba divers <laughs> mrs grebbins like looking going hey uh. well that's what i was going to say i'm going
1: to go one step further and say old uh seymour his wife was having an affair with a diver that could be right so he didn't want to seem like he's trying to pick on one guy. He takes out the whole only, fucking... Uh,
0: only takes a couple of, you know, sights of 25-year-old Jamesy and Brando <laughs> walking to the <laughs> beach in their unzipped wetsuit vests, carrying a tank on their shoulder, a couple of fins in one hand, tank and they up it up, on their up over the shoulder of
1: the other. Classic. Seen it a million times.
0: How you doing today, Margaret? Hello, boys. Have a nice dive today, boys. Tell Seymour thanks for letting us park here again. Seymour's just like, he's like looking through the blinds like, those sons of bitches. Those sons of bitches. It had to be something to that, you know, to that effect. Gruben states, on August 26, 1974, in an article appeared in Los Angeles Times emphasizing the need for regulation of scuba diving in order to bring a halt to the number of deaths and serious injuries occurring each year as a result of participation in the sport. He goes on to say, quote, we have since had a series of meetings with the committee, underwater safety committee, that is. It's executive board and subcommittees, which represent the entire spectrum of scuba interests, i.e. training schools, clubs, retailers, manufacturers, boat operators, medical, legal, lifeguards, public health, sheriff,
1: (laughs) (laughs) news media, etc. Oh, my God. So he had, he, he's stating he had a meeting with uh, representatives from each one of these areas. Yes, yes. And they're all like, yes, we need more laws. And have developed an action program to carry out your
0: instructions. Emphasis added. Does this sound as though diving organizations and the diving industry were in favor of such an ordinance and helped formulate the regulations? BARDA. Asks, you know, a yeah, question yeah. at the end. Like, it sounds
1: come... like it, but in reality...
0: It... But it gets worse, he says. At an underwater safety committee meeting in October, Grebin acknowledged the longstanding antagonism and ill feeling that typified the work of the committee, but refused to consider restructuring its membership to, quote, be more effective representation of all diving interests, on the grounds that this would inhibit meeting the time constraints of the ordinance, Grebin had suggested the supervisors act under the urgency of an emergency. Grebin also advised, we got to get Jamesy and Brando the hell (laughs) out of my front window because Margaret's (laughs) over there looking at her every uh,
1: Sunday morning.
0: (laughs) He advised the safety committee that although he would listen to all recommendations of the advisory committee, the final recommendations of the ordinance would be his alone. This is the bureaucratic dictatorship that the Times in LA County is substituting for free competitive enterprise controlled by divers and their
1: representative organizations. So, this guy's self appointed dictator. (laughs)
0: Self appointed dictator. I'll listen. I'll entertain
1: your peasant speech, but I'll decide it.
0: Can't even grease his fat ass up and get into a into a wetsuit, and he's going <laughs> to tell you all the skin divers everything they need to know oh, about diving. So, um, additional insight into the motivation behind the LA Times anti skin diving crusade is obtained from the minutes of a meeting of the emergency rescue subcommittee of the safety committee held on September third. This group comprises of members of the Coast Guard county lifeguards county sheriff's department lifeguard emergency rescue service paramedics and the harbor department all la county employees the minutes state it is agreed by this committee that the so-called buddy system stinks examples are given of diver drownings because of rescue buddy failed to remove his buddy's weight belt was unable to buddy breathe properly Unable to tow the victim to a boat, etc. Then the minutes stated, "Something has to be wrong with our present systems of education, not with the buddy system, because these attempts could have been successful if buddies were properly educated. Perhaps, but can the county legislate against panic, selfishness, or stupidity?
1: They're going to try. That's their selling point. Well, I, I think
0: they're, you know, not seeing the forest through the trees, kind of a thing, right? Oh, yeah." as typical another statement this committee believes the manufacturer's quality control is at this point in time so poor that it is hard to believe that it exists at all after a tirade on the multiplicity of designs on inflatable vests and buoyancy compensators particularly control valves in different locations the committee Minutes stated, if the manufacturer cannot or will not create a uniformity, then it is necessary in our education to make each and every basic diver effectively aware of the design and function of every piece of equipment for his comfort, pleasure, and successful diving experience. The Minutes go on to say, if they won't establish uniformity, then damn it, let somebody else decide where it belongs and what kind it should be and tell the manufacturers what to build for us. Now we can look forward to lifeguards, sheriffs, and Coast Guard employees designing scuba gear. And that's not all, Barta says. Diving retailers were charged with responsibility for scuba deaths because in two specific incidents where death occurred, the fitting of the wetsuit to the basic student was incredibly appalling, quote-unquote. Perhaps the new law should have spelled out how your wetsuit must fit, and the committee unanimously and the committee unanimously agreed that, quote, there should be a division between sales and education. To get an idea of where this is heading, I quote one more time, lifeguards who are presently employed by the city and county of Los Angeles are presently qualified as in-water lifesavers and could be taught to be qualified evaluators of a safe swimmer diver much more readily than some of the instructors who perform their job requirements daily and profess to be lifeguard divers on weekends we are more knowledgeable and capable of determining the swimming ability and comfort of the individual in the water than most of the diving instructors in the business today says david hasselhoff <laughs> Baywatch hunk sitting on the beach hey pamela that's a nice bikini you got on today
1: Well, thanks, Dave, but I noticed there's some divers drowning over there. Hey, baby,
0: they'll be all right. How about you and I go look at some maps inside the old lifeguard (laughs) hut here? Why is skin and scuba diving selected for such an attack rather than swimming, water skiing, and other water sports, which drown far more people and are also unregulated? why would newspapers which profess a devotion to the American free enterprise system and individual initiative attack one of the nation's last bastions of such freedoms on such flimsy unsubstantiated charges? Why at a time when the credibility of the press is under serious attack would such flagrant disregard for objective reporting and facts be countenanced? Now, Bill does go on to talk about a couple of, uh, problems that did occur in, in the LA area with some shady stores and, uh, instructors having a, uh, having a couple of problems. Um, but he goes on to mention that, uh, you know, both Nowy and Patty had suspended the certification of the instructors and, um, like hundreds of letters were, uh, sent to, uh, the principles of these schools where these guys were trying to teach, um, basically how the community self-policed themselves. And, and this was far before the LA Times began sounding off on all their stuff. You know, All statistics on scuba accidents and fatalities, including those of LA County, indicate that it is the novice and untrained diver who needs protection from unscrupulous or careless training programs, not the experienced diver. A simple licensing requirement recognizing reputable, established professional organizations and the standards they have adopted would have solved this without penalizing the experienced diver or building a horrendous bureaucracy that will destroy freedom and all that scuba has accomplished. Not only scuba diving is threatened, but all freedom of action in America, particularly active outdoor sports, are threatened. The same reasoning behind safety legislation in SCUBA can be applied even more sensationally to such activities as mountain climbing, backpacking, hiking, water skiing, skydiving, and even swimming. And by by letting the people who are actively doing this highlight their own safety records, Mm -hmm. right, the the people are ultimately going to see the way that they want to go. Rather than just being forced to the lowest common denominator, based on uh, a couple of new people that don't get enough training, mm-hmm. and, and and I can see where where part of this was was going back then of people running these quickie classes just to get the numbers.
1: Hmm. Never seen that before, or or still. Right? Well, you've got a whole entire agency, uh, basically motivating instructors to get numbers by giving them, you know, awards for getting the most numbers.
0: So Bill comes to an end here by saying that this writer suggests that the threat to scuba diving is so serious, there is no longer any room for factionalism, prestige seeking or ego trips among the leaders of diving organizations. Our only justification for freedom of operation is self-policing, so effective that the bureaucrats are made to look foolish. If scuba legislation goes national, experienced divers will be saddled with the expense of carrying a tremendous bureaucracy, all because a few weak people refuse to crack down on slipshod operators that have infiltrated our ranks. If legislation reduces the number of casualties, it will be by drastically reducing the number of participants. And we can expect to see a black market and bootlegging of quote-unquote official sea cards purchased by people who are unable or too lazy to pass strict training. These people may avoid dying in the U.S. waters, but can drown just as quickly on trips to foreign countries. You just can't legislate common sense, he says true so just by making these laws isn't going to get rid of the person who doesn't want to put in the time Mm -hmm. goes in does some quickie bullshit cheap ass class just to get it done so he can go scuba dive on his next trip to
1: the bahamas because they'll just go down somewhere else and get it where they don't have the laws you don't have to be in a, uh, you know, a genius to, to see that. Throwing laws into the mix isn't going to change anything other than, like you say, make a lot more money for the government if people stayed in it. But actually, the ultimate result is going to be less scuba divers. Less scuba divers, more taxes, less fun. I mean, less freedom. That's all it comes down to. Less freedom. Hey,
0: can I say something?
1: Um, dude.
0: Yeah. This is something that we're missing today. With the digital world is the, I would say, the effectiveness of getting this monthly magazine in the mail like we used to back in the day. Well, you would actually read it. Passionate people who care. You would actually sit down and over the course of, you know, a a couple of weeks, you would really read through the whole entire thing. Where now you're just inundated with such so much There's so nonsense much, yeah. content bullshit you
1: don't have enough you, time
0: you don't have enough time number one and number two most of it most every single thing i read that's digitally comes to me in you know online form i'm so skeptical about it because it come it's it's thrown together so fast and bullshit and half the time the way you read it you're like is this just like created with like a, a
1: a computer program like somebody didn't even really write this thing. Yeah, it it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I uh I agree. There's a lot to be said for having a physical paper in your hand. Not one that you printed, but a physical magazine a physical article where the people are kind of vetted and well known and and you know it's real because it's published by the company and printed by the company. And
0: there was a day where that you know that's where like the the strong-minded and passionate people went to, right? They they would they would make these magazines, you know, for their right. their recreation, for their passion, it, it, and it's a shame that the the quickness and the that instant gratification of the world has brought us to the point where these magazines are
1: gone nowadays. If they're not gone right now, they're diminishing, right? Yeah, too, yeah. You still have a couple.
0: I don't know. I I think there's a place for a for a publishing comeback, but it's gonna be. I don't think it's going to be the masses anymore. I think it's going to be the, the more the, the elite. Well, the 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 passion minded. Yeah, you know elite. somebody who's really committed into it. You know, I think would come back to wanting to read something real and serious. And as what we're you know, uh, where you can print for people, you know, the truth of what's going on in in many ways. And I mean, here they, uh, you know, in the next month they actually came right out and printed this this whole entire damn law ordinance number one one zero three seven which was the the amended version of uh, that one one zero two five that we talked about uh that zamoulis told us about but this thing goes over the whole entire law of you know article one all the general provisions and Um, the roster of organizations meeting certification requirements violations of the ordinance is a misdemeanor punishable by a fine of not more than five hundred dollars or by imprisonment in the county jail for not more than six months or by both such a fine and imprisonment six months in jail five hundred dollar fine for uh having the
1: the wrong mouthpiece on your regulator Hey, if it would get rid of Air McDoodles, I'm all for
0: it. <laughs> oh, you just turned. You just turned. Look at you and Seymour hanging out together. Uh, yeah, like all the, I mean, uh, a page of prohibitions of, of what the scuba diver shall not do. Um, pr- possessions of display of credentials that are required. Yeah. Um, Regulations on cylinders, uh, exhalation resistance on regulators, flotation equipment, hose reinforcement braiding, uh, hydrostatic testing intervals, intoxicating liquor, drugs, pressure hoses, regulators, health requirements, training times, recertifications emergency recertifications requirements for certifications as an instructor i mean just all kinds of stuff like pages and pages and pages all in all pretty much of which were put together in 30 days by non-divers i thought you were going to say nazis (laughs) (laughs) so yeah people um i told you this was a we were taking a deep dive into this old government mm-hmm. intervention coming into our beloved scuba diving. And stay tuned, because the dynamic duo is coming back next week with the fight back. Power to the people! <laughs> the people got together and started writing and started showing up to uh, to these county meetings and... and started the fight back of the real divers, the experienced divers, the people who were really doing stuff in the day. You know, uh whereas this was the government going basically berserk over the people who do six dives a year, right? We're going to completely change the laws so the guy who gets certified takes a cruise, does one dive in Cayman, one dive in Roatan. Walks along the, the top of the reef in Belize, doesn't dive again for 10 years. We're going to make a whole, we're going to put the government in to make all these regulations for that guy versus the person who's doing 300 dives a year, really out exploring new places, you know, learning, doing real research underwater and living it day in, day out.
1: The, the guy that could write the book. Is now held to a, the a ridiculous the, a ridiculous letter of law. Yeah, and all all respect
0: for that person's knowledge and freedoms just thrown by the wayside because oh. the government said so. All right, everybody, grab your gauges. Uh oh, what's that say? We're staying down. Grab your spare air. Grab your backup spare airs. We will. Uh, we will get back to the finish of this fight. The big fight back next week. We get back to old Paul's fight in these editorials to lift the spirits of the people, to get back at the government and tear down that wall (laughs) along (laughs) L.A. County's beaches and shorelines so we can go diving. All right, people, we'll see you next
1: week. See you next week.